0: Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, what's up? This is your host with the most so have a toast. Leader Johnson, we are back on the Fire Leader Sports Podcast. We're going to talk more about the 76ers trading for Jalen McDaniels and the Eagles versus 40. No, see, not 49ers, Eagles versus Chiefs. They already whooped the 49ers. The Eagles versus the Chiefs. Super Bowl preview, man. Let's get to it. The Philadelphia 76ers finally traded Matisse Stabu. We're gonna miss Matisse Stabu, big time defender. Um for Jalen McDaniels. Um, Charlotte also involved in the deal. Multiple second-round picks. CV, my colleague, uh, an international prospect. I'm an international player, um, young player. Jalen McDaniels, my team, goes to the Blazers, and the Blazers is doing something big over there. Blazers is trying to get, um, they got Thibault, they got Reddish. Uh, they're, they're getting younger, and and, and and you know Nasir Little's over there. You know you still got Anthony Simons. I mean, you know Anthony Simons, Nasir Little, and um. Having my T style over so So just trying to build something. I think it's something to build young players around a guy like like Lillard that can hit 40. Now the Sixers getting the six ten, this really is a better trade. I mean, it's crazy how the Sixers get a guy like him, I mean, to help them. I mean, wow, this really upgrades the Sixers. He really does. I mean, this guy, him and his brother Jaden, younger brother Jaden, Jaden was like, um, he's with the Timberwolves. He's gonna be good too. He's good already. It's gonna get better. Um, he was like number one prospect by a lot of analysts coming out of high school. You know, I write for 247 Sports, so him and his brother Jalen, both uh, for Jalen, was a four-star, top one, top 30 pound forwards in the nation, out uh, his class. So these guys are just brothers that can play, and I think Philadelphia playing around winners is gonna make this. This is what it did. Doc Rivers is good at developing young players. Um, shout out to Dan Ro- Dan Rocher of NBC. Me and him was talking on Twitter about um certain price uh the, the, you know it's a lot of people that got their opinions but you just got to be truthful They said who what big man has Doc Rivers developed you know because I was like Doc Rivers I was saying something to the fact of uh if they trade for certain certain big guy Doc rivers would do oh it was Bagley he, he would do good because it was it was a, a rumor of the Sixers doing a three team trade that would get the Marvin Bagley. Um, Jared Vanderbilt and, um, I'm trying to think, um, Jared Vanderbilt, Marvin Bagley, ah, I'm trying to think who else was, but anyway, Marvin Bagley was in a deal and I was like, man, the Sixers get him. That's just an all-around good deal. Oh yeah, Bojan Bogdanovic. That would have been great to, to get that three-team deal done to acquire that in a three-team deal. Um, Bojan would be there, and then you see, um, at the Bojan, you would have um, Marvin Bagley, who's a like, real good talent, Jerry Vanderbilt. But uh, Marvin Bagley III at one time was like a generational talent coming out of high school. And Doc Rivers is good with young players. He's been good with Maxis. He's, he's been good with Paul Reed. He's been good with Springer. He's just been good with They So they all produced. They all developed around Doc Rivers. So I mean, with, with Bagley, that's scary to think how good he could be. Now you got Jalen McDaniels and he's been playing like four years. And I mean, man, it's, it's good to have young guys. I, I, I'm glad they didn't trade Springer. That was my thing. Like, why trade him? You, you got a, a first-round pick and it's it's hard to get late first round picks of the good Maxie was slipped on. Now Maxie probably would be number one overall if, if they knew what he was going to become. Um, Jaden Springer, one and done. People are forgetting how good this guy really is. Look what he did. Look how he shot in college. Uh, he scores in the G League. He shows you his defense. He's a hard worker. You put him around this team, I mean, soon, yeah, Cork Miles is going to be gone. Springer's taking that position next year. He's going to get his time next year. His time is next year. And now they got Jalen McDaniels. You got Paul Reed. You got two young forwards that can play defense. And they can play, and they can score. Then you get uh, George Nane and um, Montrez Harrell. Now you have four guys... On your front court, backing up the front court, that can all produce. Gentleman Daniels averaging 10.6 points, uh, 4.8 rebounds, two assists. I mean, he's a a decent three point shooter. You know, 32% is not great, but at 32% a clip, you're shooting enough and hitting enough to if you're getting a team that is a a team, three point shooting team, you're an asset because Matisse Ibo was shooting 32%. Thirty-two point nine percent he was shooting. He's been shooting this year. And when he was out and left out there, he hit those three-pointers. He had games where he had multiple three-pointers on a couple of games. You know, when he got his chance to shine. Yeah, he did that. McDaniels the same way. You can't just leave him out there. At 32%, it's different if you're 27, 28. At 32%, that just means you're not hitting enough, but you're shooting it. And 10.6 points a game, if you are shooting it and you get caught, you know, and and it's a good – the team's a good passing team like the Sixers are and they get their players open, he's going to be a a 6'10". He can really be something. Then he's out there practicing with Maxie and Melton and Harden and Embiid. They all practice with each other. He's only going to become a better player. This is going to be a real good team down the stretch with McDaniels. This is this was a better trade than people think because the Sixers, like Maurice said, they don't need to upgrade. They got the team. that They got the team. Like, what, what do they need to do? There's no up- – you got Tobias Harris. You, you're very lucky you got who you got, Tobias Harris. You're very lucky. I mean, he's a guy that's 16-8 at the power four position. You're very lucky you got P.J. Tucker Well, he's not scoring. They don't need him to score. That's not pressure. You know, he'll hit a three-pointer or two to let you know he's still in the house or get some rebounds, but he's an elite, elite defender, and that's what made them able to move Matisse Dibble when you get a guy like Tucker who's guarding people like Jokic and Durant. You come in with a Melton. Thing is, Max is a better player, but Melton's still a guy who's impacting. You put him with uh, James Harden at the point, and then you... Um, you throw in Maxi on the bench, which is crazy. He's an elite player. Maxi is a he's a star. He's the type of guy that can get to a superstar. He has that potential. average twenty off the bench, um, nine point eight a game for Shady Milton, nine a game for 9. Now you bring Jalen McDaniels, who's averaging ten point six in twenty six minutes. This is a bench. You got Daniel House Jr. is going to get more time now with Diabo being from their position. He's, he's, he's been good. He needs more time. Good three and D When he's called upon, he does his thing. So it's a big move for the, um, the Sixers. Big move. I, I mean, the only thing that has to happen with the Sixers is just chemistry. This team is playing so good together. And it was only a matter of time for people to start recognizing. It took a minute. I mean, they started off slow. And I knew they was going to come back. It was too many good players. I would. Harden had, had started the season off with a bang. So I was like, oh, he's back. You know, he's gotten used to the team. Now he knows how to be himself at this team. He knows where he's supposed to be at. Um, Joel Embiid. Even, a, even better season. The impact of James Harden is known. People saying he's not the same. He is the same. He, he's only gonna be there when he's called upon. Like James Harden has shown him so many times this year, he can come up in the fourth quarter. He's still finding himself with his offense. It's the scary part. Like he hasn't got all the way there. He started off scoring, then he had to milk himself into okay time to get people involved. The Doc already said he wanted him to be like a magic. And he's done that. He's averaging double figure in assists. He's averaging over twenty a game. Once he starts finding his niche, like this, this isn't even the best he's going to be with this team. We got he's gonna he's gonna sign a long term contract with the Sixers. He's gonna be here to end his career. And James Harden is gonna break records. He's gonna he's gonna have better seasons. He he figured out how to play without he doesn't have to be overly explosive. He's a good shooter, smart player. So as he gets older, he'll be able to do that. When Jordan got older, he depended on that fadeaway. He didn't depend on the explosion. But you know, he—he he wasn't Jordan when he was shooting like Harden. So this is a big team. So look, when we come back, y'all, we are gonna get into the Super Bowl. Yes, Super Bowl, y'all. Uh, right now, I'm about to play Versace on Monday. Supporting Troy, ad follow him on Twitter, Instagram. Um, best BSB Records, one of the best rappers out there, y'all. We'll be back. Follow the leader.
1: But I'm it, so it just might be like. Do, 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 do. I be in Versace on a Monday just for nothing Niggas flex, they re-up with they feet up, now that's right Bet hundred thousand on the village just to come in Catch me out in DR with the mannequins the puppy. Let me set the tone, Movie it, y'all, I'm not a peep White hot ones, black shots up on my feet. Stepping on these niggas more than a stepping repeat. I'm my background, I made my fortune up the streets. They wanting me down, it ain't working so it seems. I live in the mansion, hater, you live in your dreams. I wake up in Egyptian cotton, you wake up in screams. I turn on Amazon, promising me on the screen. If I didn't change my number, people begging me again. They should call like day ones or they mothers for a friend Hanging like we homies win, homies wing. Friends. I'm really self made and way too vicious to pretend. I do what I want, baby, you do what you can. I've been doing numbers for. I dream about the king. Jealous for the suckers, I'm a hustler and blame. Nigga owe me money, so I shot a piece of cake. I'll be in Versace on the Monday just for nothing. Niggas flesh their meal with their feet up, now let's run. on the village just to come in. Catch me out in DR with the medicines for puppy. Tired of the excuses and the I'm tired of looking out tired of them bitches who so smart about their mouth Yellow bone tripping When I'm full-ass in South it with a bitch Now put that pussy in your mouth When I'm in Miami I sit my way to the ball Fountain blue to choke Was black while would I rent a car Driver see my jury He said you must be a star I said joking You don't look as stupid as you are I be in Versace On the money just for nothing Niggas flex their real when they feet up Now let's right. Back 300
0: Yes, there's Troy A. Versace on Mondays, man. Rapper, nice track, man. I like that track. I like the I whole the skill of that. The um, Philadelphia so Eagles against the Chiefs, man. Where do we go? Where, where, where do we hit? Um, so many different ways to go. Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes. So epic. Two black quarterbacks. I mean, it's just great to be here. It's it, You know, it's it's a long way. Two black quarterbacks. The first time two black quarterbacks, um, in the Super Bowl. You got the Kelsey brothers, Jason Kelsey versus Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, uh, going you know for Philly. But Nick Sirianni also was assistant coach Andy Reid, and also Nick Sirianni can. Beat Doug Peterson and Andy Reid in the same season. It's just a lot attached to this. It's um, the two top NFL MVP candidates and Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. A, this is this is as good as it gets the top two teams. And this is as good as it gets if you're talking about a scale and start adding stuff that matters, man. I mean, this is as good as it gets. The Eagles are number one, 70 sacks on the season, 78 combined because they got eight in the playoffs. Um, and the the 78, they got 78 sacks, the Eagles. And the Chiefs are number two with 55 sacks, you know. Eagles are top five in, in defense and offense. All five offensive linemen in the Pro Bowl. Chiefs have Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Nick Bolton. Young guy, Trent McDuffie's a good guy, a good player. Um, you got Snead. I mean, it, there's, there's good players, Nick Bolton. There's good guys all around the field. Frank Clark for the Chiefs, you know, um, they they got uh, MVS. Had a good game last game. It's just nothing that scares you. Like, I'm just trying to sit here. I'm analyzing the rosters. I'm just like, what scares you? What scares you? the did. Um, Kadarius Tony's a good weapon. I'm, I'm just saying, if everybody's healthy, I'm, I'm not even talking about the injuries. Like, guys are banged up, and you're going to get Slay and Bradbury. This is a physical team. Let's not underplay that. Let's not underplay Slay and Bradbury. If analysts listen to this, and fans are. Fans wouldn't know the stats and the credentials of what Slay and Bradbury have done. Both are Pro Bowl cornerbacks. Um, Got all pro cornerback also. Like, you're talking about two of the best in the league. two I think two top ten guys for sure. If you want to take Bradbury out the top five, go ahead. Um, Not this season. Because in this season, Slay and Bradbury are your top five cornerbacks. But those are both top ten cornerbacks, man. Like, you can't be more shut down than that. I heard Skip Bayless talking crazy. Oh, I've seen my Cowboys. Cowboys and not go as far as the Eagles. So, obviously, the consistency of your guys and your offense was not better than the consistency of the defense, which was the quarterbacks. Avante Maddox is... Is he not the best nickel in football? That's a good argument. This man can play safety and cornerback at a high level. He could even play on on, on the outside sometimes. He's he's very physical, man. I, I don't think i have seen nobody as physical with the energy he's had playing the nickel. But Patrick Robinson was the best we ever had. But that, I mean, Maddox might end up, we just got to see where Maddox is, is elite, man. He, he's an elite player. And then you still could throw Josiah Scott in there to be a pest, man. Like, it's crazy. Reed Blankenship, Kavon Wallace. All that tackle about Kavon Wallace. He's had a solid season. Did good on both special teams and starting getting in, there in the game. Reed Blankenship is leading the team in tackles. Should sure anybody, yeah. Um, whoa, whoa, what's going on? When nobody's going to talk, we're not going to talk about that one. Because it's competition is safety now, baby. We're talking about good talent. They are deep at safety. It's been proven. Anybody stepped in, contributed. All right? Um, Marcus Epps flies under the radar because 94 tackles. 94 tackles on any team is good. But when you got two guys at 100-plus tackles, like, it's, it's kind of hard to, like, even, you know, you don't have no picks, but he's been a good cover guy. He's been a good physical. He's solid everywhere. And he just, I mean, that is... And then you got Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. You forget a ball hawk. He's been a game-changer since he's been back. He's second on the team in tackles. Avante Maddox has been a game-changer. They they are healthy. They have ballers on the... Robert Quinn, nobody... Listen, Robert Quinn's been solid. He's been getting pressure on the quarterback. He's been moving around. He's he's back. And, And I keep thinking, I'm not for sure, but I think he'll get one sack... I think this Super Bowl, he'll be one of those. Because I think Sue can get one. I think Joseph can. You, you'll get surprised because, for one, you got the offensive line of the Chiefs. It's a good offensive line. But that's just how good the Eagles' offensive line is. They can't even compare the numbers. It's not even a comparison. I mean, Rodgers just came out and said it's the best line he's seen in 20 years. 20 years? Rodgers, how long have you been playing? I think it's long the longer that he's been playing. Who's he talking about? Unbelievable, but they are great, and, and it's crazy because I, I I get myself caught up in being like, okay, well, the Eagles' 2017 line was the best in football, but this line is young, and and you got the three elite guys like Isaac Samola, man, like he he's one of the best, like I say. All of them are top five in their position. Two of them are the best. Kelsey and Johnson are the best in their position. Um, I said thirty-seven to seventeen. I just think this is going to be it. I'm sorry. I love Mahomes. If it's a, if it's a high game, it can go as um high as 42 to 28. Or, or if it's a close game, it could be 42 to 35. 42 to 38. If it's a close game, it could be 42 to 38. That's as close as it's going to get. But the Eagles, uh, a blowout, I think, at 30 like I said, 37 to 17. Um, it's not going to be a low scoring game for the Eagles or the person who wins Listen, I just think, now nah, it's not going to be a low-scoring game for the Eagles. It's either going to be a high for both or a low-scoring for the Chiefs. I just don't think. Look at these teams. And I, you know what? I understand a little bit they hyping up Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes and you don't want to just you can't come in the analyst can't come in It has to. there are definitely meetings some people choose to be the opposition to give unless it's just a clear cut you know if you got to be like the masses or, or, or down on one subject for everybody to agree somebody has to be the odd person in a debate about a, a, a Super Bowl matchup something has to be said you know, but both these teams are number one in there and then there's a Patrick Mahomes. They can't be down on Patrick Mahomes, knowing Patrick Mahomes is the MVP candidate and he's Patrick Mahomes. This is Andy Reid. They are not, I repeat, they are not going to do the Super Bowl like this. It's just too much in, in this Super Bowl for them to not give the optimism to uh, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Kelsey brothers, two black. This is just not that type of t- two number one teams, but they're not going to do that. But the real clear cut, everybody knows. They know. They know Philadelphia is they – they overmatch after they beat San Francisco because – Everybody hyped that game up. Oh, San Francisco, that was the Super Bowl. This is really the Super Bowl. And Philadelphia just waxed them. Like they knocked their quarterback out. That is, nobody wants to talk about how that is a weapon. When you knock a team's quarterback out, that is a, it's like an interception. It's like a a forced fumble that you recover. It's like a turnover on downs. That is a takeaway. It's not aimed in the in, in the playbook to say, look, uh, go knock out the quarterback. Just like it's not aimed. Listen, you get in your defensive stance, it's up to you to read. You don't know what. the – how do you know exactly where the ball is going to be? No, it's up to you to make the takeaway. And if your impact hits a person and makes them fumble, That also happens. And the people don't just go for the ball all the time. You get hit and you fumble. So he got hit and he didn't come back. (laughs) That's just what happened. And then it wasn't, uh, uh, they didn't discriminate. The Eagles knocked Josh Johnson out. Brock Purdy got his time to come back in, but he was too beat up. He could have still been the heroic Brock Purdy everyone talked about. He was too dismantled. Right, now, that's going to be the clear-cut, I think, uh, in the trenches is where everything is run. The Eagles have the best defensive line. They have um, four guys with 10 sacks, and then no, Fletcher has seven. and when They, they, they back up, has four, and you still got Sue and Joseph and, and Quinn in the back. It's going to be a lot of, of of bodies who have touched the quarterback in their lifetime. And I think Joseph, he, he he's more of the run-stopper. You know, I think he can still get pressure, but no. Sue is the guy that gives the pressure. Sue and Quinn, they they rush the quarterback, but Joseph is the run stopper. But Sue and and, and Sue and Quinn rush the quarterback for sure. That's their that's their big. They can stop run the run, but they rush the quarterback. They rush the quarterback. And um. That gives you those three and Milton Williams, like right there. I mean, Joseph got to the quarterback. His, you know, against the Colts, was Sue. He can get there. He can put pressure on there, and you, you're always fine one on ones too. I mean, then defense offensive line can get very wore out by rotations. That people stay fresh because it's not like you're working on the same person, and a guy has a fresh breath. And then so the starter comes back. So if you've got more depth that can be out there where you can rest Fletcher Cox, you can rest Javon Hargrave, you can rest Sweat Graham, just rotate people, it's just scary. That's scary. It's Jordan Davis. We ain't even talked like that. It's scary on that defensive line right now. Like I think Davis can get a sack. I, anybody can get a sack on that defensive line. It's just a very skill. Then on the inside, you got two hundred tackle guys. I mean, it's the perfect thing you would want to have next to your defensive line. That is problematic. One hundred ten tackles for Kazir White. You know, a half a sack, one and a half sacks, and and, and T.J. Edwards has one hundred fifty nine tackles with two sacks. I mean, these guys can cover the court. They can do it all. They can cover. They can. They can tackle. Stop the run. It's perfect to have. They got they're menace in the middle of the field. The running backs, the tight ends. As they say, they say about Kelsey, Kelsey got three guys to worry about, really. You got Edwards, you got White, and you got Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Those guys definitely will be three candidates. Two out of the three will probably be on Kelsey. So he is elite as Kelsey is. You got three dogs, three good players. Now, we're talking about these guys that are good. These are good, good players. Like, you got a 110 tackle guy that can cover and sack, and you got another guy that can do the same thing at a bit higher level. And then you got Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Johnson a, a ball hawk, a physical shit talker. I mean, what's the most you can have against to be Superman and say he'll stop those three? We'll see. You have to prove it. These guys have been doing this all season just like Kelsey has. This is three of them. Three! They'll take their turns. Sometimes, if, if if Kelsey becomes too much, which I think they'll still go with the um, the single coverage and have somebody just waiting along, you know, along for him when he catches the ball, so he won't, you know, get crazy big yards. It's Kazir White and T.J. Edwards. I can see that happening. Like I say, Tranci uh, Johnson Gardner Johnson's another guy because he's played cornerback. This this team has everything. Like what would he what? what? They can make plays for everything. Like, they're scary. Um, it's just crazy to think about what the, the Chiefs can do, even all all the way healthy through the whole year. They had Smith, Schuster, and all the guys and the running backs, and they were all healthy and everybody was here. That team still couldn't. I, I could see. I could see people scoring. I could see um, all the way healthy, both teams. I could see I could see twenty points, 21, 23, uh, twenty-four. I could see that. I could see that being kind of a but that that's it, twenty-four points. Just from them being healthy, twenty four points, another touchdown. From the Super Bowl. If they were all both healthy, everybody just or even, you know, a sip balls is just, the only person on the Eagles, a punter, that's not here that I can think of. Barnett is out for the season. But the Eagles are healthy. And if both teams healthy, I, I give them one touchdown because that's my homes. Because the Eagles shut everybody else down to seven points. And, you know, made Rodgers look like a shell of himself, like, no, no one's talking about the, the Eagles' defense that made Rogers look like a shell of himself. You want to talk about his bad season? Well, the Eagles is one of his nightmares. So, um, it is crazy to think, in my opinion, like all the hate that's came from everywhere, from Brandon Ayuk talking about. Um what did he say? Um, Brandon IU, the 49ers rival received it, said that he bet all his money in the bank that the Eagles would they gonna get exposed by the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Now long story short, ladies, just don't invest your money or leave your money around them. But um He'll definitely blow his money on you if he would bet all of his money on this. Because if you bet all the money in your bank, this is a guy that has money, okay? You got to have some millions, some, okay? He's nice, a professional football player. you have been to tell me bet your whole life that the Eagles will get exposed to the number one team, top five in both offense and defense. You just saw what they were about, what they did to your quarterbacks, both of them this defense what the defense did to jo- so you're you're basically saying that you know your offense wasn't that good but their offense is good enough to expose them or you're saying with your quarterback this is the reason why you didn't expose their okay I, I, I'm trying to replay everything your quarter, the quarterback got knocked out there wasn't no exposing that could be done because you were stopped at the door so you're saying a defense this vicious you would bet all your money that's crazy that's crazy but the, the spectacular Mahomes who's been to the championship so many times he deserves everything he gets and I think in, in this moment he's the MVP but nah I wouldn't say um if Hertz has a good game now, nah, if Hertz has a spectacular, like if Hertz has a game game, like, and I'm looking for the receivers too, because just, he was been so good. They even hadn't, they haven't had to use Hertz as, as, as a playmaker with his arm at all. Just, they haven't, that has not had to happen. He just had to run. Like he did have two touchdowns against the Giants. He showed you what he can do. Got in there a little bit, like 150 some yards. And then you got 125 yards and no touchdowns and no interceptions. didn't make no mistakes, but he ran a touchdown in. Like he just, the way that that game that, you know, the Eagles had talent on defense because once they knocked the quarterback out, listen, the crazy thing is Tenska or nobody can't talk. Because if you're an analyst, you know that they were in that game. Even when Purdy was out, plays were being made and then the Eagles just they made a mistake with the fumble that was them I don't know the Eagles coughed or, and he fumbled it. <laughs> but that was them and they still couldn't come back That listen if he could make plays then how come he couldn't keep, continue to make plays when, when he first got in for Purdy he was making plays they were in the game then it just collapsed nobody's blaming that on the Eagles nobody's if he would have came back and won that game we'd be talking about how good um, Kyle Shanahan can coach quarterbacks and how deep in the depth of the 49ers and oh it's going to be a quarterback controversy and this like stop man like the Eagles dismantle everybody they make everybody look like less than and that they are what everybody thought they was okay man um I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this um what the Eagles have to do is just limit when that pass rush comes from Mahomes. And it's going to come. He's going to get hit. He's going to get sacked. It's going to happen. Um, when that pass rush comes from Mahomes. And, and do I think the Eagles going to break the record? I think they can. They might get four sacks on Mahomes and the rest hits. Um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I think they can, but, um, I think four sacks are happen. I'm predicting four sacks. Um, when they rush him, Patrick Mahomes, when he throws these footballs, he does he just doesn't make them become open. He's, he he just doesn't throw the ball, and all of a sudden, when he throws the ball, they become open. He throws it in the right place so they can catch it. But if you have, but if you have elite cornerbacks that can cover you, and you have elite cornerbacks that can cover you. When he throws the ball, if he can't throw it anywhere, then 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 what? If there's nowhere to throw it, and you constantly pressing the receiver with two elite corners, three, because Maddox is and Maddox is a problem. That's going to be the problem. That's why the Eagles have been so good because quarterbacks also when they get you know time, when they get a little bit of time, the cornerbacks got them. You got Chauncey Gardner back there, so he, he nobody's open. So now here come these rushes and boom. you're getting sacked because you can't find nowhere to throw it or you're throwing it out. If you look at the season, the Eagles have had no quarterbacks. Like, how many quarterbacks? I mean, I ain't going to say no quarterbacks. How many quarterbacks? I think Jared Goff. How many quarterbacks have had great games against the Eagles? How many quarterbacks? How many running backs have even had good rushing games against the Eagles? Count it on one hand. Count it on one hand. That's how dominant they've been. I don't care what kind of schedule you have you don't play like that. <laughs> you don't play like that. Because the teams weren't that bad for it to be like that. None of them were. You might look at the Texans and the Eagles had a, had, a, had a... I mean, they, they did their thing and they beat them. They didn't look under, you know, underachieved. But, you know, the, the Texans showed a little bit of fight. They're professional football players. But the Eagles always showed up. Even at hard games. But this is going to be a hard game. But look, y'all, I'm going to join somebody to get out of here, man. It was my preview for the Super Bowl, 37-17. I think the Eagles win. I think Jalen Hurts becomes a Super Bowl MVP. And I think Mahomes probably becomes a NFL MVP because of what he did uh, with the Chiefs. Even though I think um, Hurts could still get it, he could still get it. If he has a mega game where he throws 300 yards and four touchdowns, and, and, and he has 100 yards and rushes for a touchdown, <laughs> I think Hurts becomes the NFL MVP. That, that's a clear-cut domination for NFL MVP. It's just going to be it's, just, it's a real tight race, but I'm out of here, y'all. Leader Johnson, man. You know, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter, man. I'm out. Y'all follow the leader. La Fee,
1: La Fee, La Fee motivate, I want to see you keep following Swallow. the back bike,